I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, but we're spiraling downwards. We're into darkness. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your dungeon master, and I'm joined by a shapeshifter and a shadow spawn, but I can't see anyone else. Boo! Oh my god. We're gosh. invisible! <laughs> Boo! I'm Gus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Gus! No, I'm Gus! <laughs> well, say hi, everybody, Gus. Hello, Hello everybody. My name Hello. is Gus. Lady Tola Delavo. Guys, it's episode 69. Wee. Wee. That's why we said. I like how you just slipped that in there. Wait. Hey. <laughs> Wait. That's what he said. That's what they said. They said. Wait. 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 It's what we all say. Inclusive yeah. 69 for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's our giveaway for this month, listeners. No, no, that's not something no, that we it? can physically can we achieve no. with uh, our listeners. Well, this release in February around Valentine's Day. Oh. So oh. you get 69 for mean, everyone. Do we just hold this one off until Valentine's? You're having someone going down on you. You're having someone going down on you. <laughs> wow. Consensually. TPK. 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 Total party kinky. Yay! <laughs> now that we've uh, brought attention to the uh, the number of the episodes, shall we cue the theme tune? Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside, one who will pay the price, then chance of success for us upon the dice. 
too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, faced with an arcanist holding the amulet of access that would allow you to head beneath Chargelt Hall and a shapeshifter polymorph into a slug, the invisible Fake Marked Five prepared themselves for a fight. The snatch and grab that followed was chaotic, with the arcanist flailing about trying to hit the invisible targets. Whilst Gaius hit them with a fairy fire, Juna flung a poisonous chromatic orb, Enkidu summoned a demonic shadow spawn, and Orin and Gwendolyn managed to get the amulet free. Thank you so much for including Orin in that, like, <laughs> like Orin didn't have him for that. <laughs> he tried! With the Arcanist letting off a fireball, Juna's hold over the polymorph spell slipped, returning the shapeshifter to their form as Petragranius. The Arcanist rushed to help them, only to take their blade in the neck and be decapitated. The fake Petra attempted to negotiate a truce, but suspicious and cautious, Enkidu sliced their hand and held them still with his new shadowy friend. Knowing it was only minutes before Arcanists descended on them, the party rushed downstairs, through the floor of the basement, and into a spiralling staircase that stretched ever downward. And that's where we're going to pick it up. So, yep, you're all rushing down into this sort of spiralling space that seems to go on into the darkness below, and the stairs are lit themselves. As you've looked over the edge a little bit, you can see, um, it's interesting, almost like small pockets of light which you can assume are either from doorways or from signs that there are doorways further down. What are you all doing? David. Yes? Are these stairs magical in some way? The stairs themselves? Yeah. Uh, oh, you've still got Detect Magic up, don't you? Still got it up for... <laughs> um, for <laughs> A another... couple of minutes? I've still got the Detect it's Magic up very... for... <laughs> Looking at Grace, and Grace is giggling... <laughs> Um, you said you had it up, but I, just, I didn't no, say no. where. <laughs> I was trying I'll to be go good. Back. <laughs> you were so excited. So yes, Detect Magic is still up for another about five minutes or so, I think. Uh, yeah, about that. Um, so whilst... Oh, I'm trying to think what kind of magic it would be. Basically, the stairs themselves almost have a, a, a magical light emitting from them so that they can be seen mm. in the darkness. Um, I think that might fall under evocation yeah but you know that it's not in a dangerous way like you're yeah. seeing you're you're registering that it's the light spell that is that's that you catch with your detect magic i think my question more is that like they're not magically enchanted that we're just going to keep going down them and never reach the bottom no, no, no. Like there is cool. there okay. is a bottom to them yeah lovely carry on running down <laughs> cool so as you are heading down there are um it kind of does slow a little bit in which they're like sort of the the steepness of the stairs flattens out ever so slightly. The sort of the descent still carries on, um, but there are a number of doors uh, on this slightly flatter bit before it then sort of descends even further down. So, are we are we still like under magic and stuff, or does can Gwendolyn wave her hand around to do the still like the talky thingy with the message? Situ. I think as I think like just sort of as a given as we're going down the stairs mm. Juna and Gaia sort of checking in right Great. rather yeah, than us yeah, like yeah. regaling so, every single conversation <laughs> I think it's a like we'll keep checking it, we'll keep that everyone's so, together so as we're doing yeah. that Gwendolyn is going to um, ask uh, back to somebody um, if uh, Orin can see the scrying orbs that uh, he'd noticed in other rooms in this mm. area good question 
Can I see him, David? <laughs> you cannot see any scrying orbs, no. Oh, thank God. As you look around, um, yeah, any any forms of defense or anything that you'd picked up beforehand? Nope, not going on down here. Ooh, I report that back down the message chain. <laughs> nope, uh, looks like we're not being watched. My worry is I will report down the message chain that anyone who turns up at the top of the house, um, they will have seen a big monster thing and uh, Granius seemingly getting dragged down here. Well, at least, and I'll send it back, well, at least though they'll know that Granius isn't Granius because Granius stabbed the uh, uh, arcanist upstairs, yeah? Yep, that's true. And Granius will know they're not Granius too. <laughs> yeah, that's true as well. Um, yeah, so, uh, so... But might lead to some confusion and doubt. Yeah. Where would you think... Where do you think they would keep um, someone who they definitely want to keep safe? Tucked away. David, do any of these doors have anything magical about them if we're now all on this floor with doors? It's like mm. the flattened level, isn't it? Yeah, a slight flattened level with uh, three doors on this space before it then continues down. And, and yeah, sort of peering over the edge of the banister of the stairs, you can see it kind of does that a couple of times. Uh, there's like a flattened level, which you assume has got some some doorways down there. Um, no, there's nothing particularly magical about these doors, actually. Um, nothing, it's not giving off any airs. Um, they, they seem to be like fairly basic metallic doors, almost like a, a, an iron or a steel or something, but completely solid uh, with a handle. Any insignia on the doors? Nope. No, not marked on at all. Good question. So remind me again. So we've reached like some kind of landing. Mm. There are three doors. It's still completely dark around us. The stairs continue um, down. So yeah, it's dark, but the stairs themselves are giving off enough light that you can see where you're going. Yeah. yeah. And the stairs continue down. Yeah. Um. This is almost like first sub-basement level. Um, Kiri will point, um, around, like, kind of, like, gesture around the door, hoping Orin can see to indicate a message. Orin watches Akidu. <laughs> <sighs> oh, sorry. Um, Guys will message. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I, I can't see. <laughs> Double hand squeeze. No, I th- again, I think, I think there's this, <laughs> yeah. I think there's yeah, this there's message. Yeah, there's a system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will get time. It's get faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, yeah, someone yeah. messages me, I'll ask... Is there any kind of trap around the door? Any divination around the door? Any trap? Um, Orin shakes his head and then realises he can't reply and then replies up the chain. No magic on the doors. 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 Kiri opens the middle door. Mm. So the middle door reveals an empty room. It's a long, narrow room with a bit of a contraption at the end uh, with sort of an arcane rig is the only way to describe it. Almost like um, like a ship's wheel. Uh, at the end but without any of the the sort of crossbars but like uh, around the outside it like it's still got those like points out as if it were it's a spoked wheel a spoked wheel yeah um but there's also like almost like arcane controls in front of it as well uh, a little a plinth with uh, a desk almost with with runes and markings all over it uh, at the far end fuck um fuck me <laughs> we don't have time to explore this um this is like an orange honeypot yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, leave leave the shadow spawn outside with mm-hmm. the faceless footman. Go and investigate it. Like, just look at it. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Uh, make an investigation check. <laughs> My favorite. Oh, natural 18. Uh, so that's a 17. Um, <laughs> so, sure. Can I be helping him with this, David? Um, you're. Well, because he's invisible, it's, invisible. Hard, it's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
But having a quick look at it, Enkidu, you can tell that it's, um, first of all, it's not active, but that it looks like some kind of uh, holding device. With the little arcane knowledge that you have, mm-hmm. uh, sort of, yeah, you, you realize that you could basically hold a person in this circle, in this this wheel, uh, using uh, the arcane uh, dials. How big is the wheel again? It's like, uh, it's big. It like takes up the far end of the room. Sort of like a, but like, formed almost like a uh, spoked ship's wheel without the the bars across the middle big enough that someone could like that da vinci diagram mm. yeah. yeah exactly yeah and it's kind of it's made of um a sort of a stony material as well you can't quite identify the stone mm. but it's 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 almost like a, a solid smooth stone structure could i reasonably deduct that this is potentially a holding cell or... exactly yeah yeah i will leave the room mm-hmm. um during that time Gwendolyn will have been opening another door. Yep. Which one? The left or the right? Always left. Always left. Um, as you open that one, first of all, there is a small glow. I say a small glow. There is a glow from inside as you crack the door open. Oh. Uh, which wasn't from the middle door. Are you continuing to open the door? Uh, I think if she's seeing a glow, she's kind of freezing in her spot and looking out hoping that Orin is watching uh Orin's watching yeah everybody <laughs> outside on that little bit of landing will have seen this 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 sort of white bluish glow coming from coming from within um, white she'll... bluish glow yeah just that it's like sort of quite bright okay but with like a blue tint to it she'll get a floating message from Juno or Guy and be like should I proceed should I proceed should I proceed to Orin up the message line. Uh, David, just mm-hmm. now that we've clocked that that one's slightly glowing, is the other door that hasn't been opened yet also slightly glowing? I was going to say Juna would have opened, like, at, sort of at the same time, mm. opened the door that's Yeah, as open. Juna opens the, the one on the right, uh, she basically sees exactly what Enkidu sees. Uh, another duplicate of that. Like a, yeah, a long room, long narrow room with this contraption at the end, but nothing in it and not activated. I feel like Orin will have replied up the message chain to like Gwen, go for it. She opens it. He's wondering if this has got someone in, mm. which might be what we're looking for. Mm. And then I think like we sort of gather by that door, right? I'm, I'm like I think Juna, knowing what's going to go, like is going to go and stand by where. Mm-hmm. Well, loosely. Cool, cool, cool. He's written something down. Mm. I was just checking the time on how much time you've okay. got left. Oh. oh yeah, and you've got about. We'll say forty seconds before your undetectableness <laughs> runs out. That's okay because there's no way of detecting us in here, and no one knows we're here. <laughs> exactly, David. Quick question. Yeah. Do these uh, doors have keyholes in them? No, they don't. Um, and actually, yeah, you've had no trouble just turning the handle and them opening. That wasn't my worry. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh shit. Um. So. As you, as you uh, push the door even further open, yep, um, the door swings open, and there, suspended, um, sort of bare chest out, again, yeah, Vitruvian man style, held in the middle of this circle with this glowing blue energy activated around him, is Pellegree. <gasps> rings in the middle of a ring. Rings in the middle of a ring, <laughs> and. He is the Lord of the Ring. Of power. Um, Across his chest, there are lots of dark uh, scars, which you can only assume have come from some kind of uh, magical uh, 
Um, torture. Torture. Mm. Yeah, for want of a better word. Um, and he can't even... His head isn't as held in as the rest of his body is sort of suspended there. So he does kind of look up a little bit uh, as the door opens and he frowns as obviously he doesn't see anybody enter. Where is the Shadowspawn and uh, Petrus? Are they going to hang back? Are they going to come in? Are they... Um, They're hanging back. Or would they be able to... Would they be able to see Pedigree from outside the door? From outside the door, yeah, you all can. Fuck. So, but um, it's whether or not they like even come into view of the doorway. No, I can't. I commend them to hang back. I don't want. I don't want the faceless footman to catch a glimpse. Okay. Cool. So, uh, yeah, Pellegrini is just suspended there. Juna messages. We're doing this. Yes. We have no choice. <laughs> we're out of time. What is this? What's what, like, what's the yeah? What's the this we're doing? Bonbons <laughs> or questions? I guess are our options. Um. Questions first. Can we even get him out of that thing? Yeah, Orin is going to head over to the contraption and start seeing if he can figure out how you would release someone and if it is possible. Mm -hmm. Make an arcana check. Also, David, question. How Mm -hmm. long do we think it would take for us to get out from here? Uh, Like back up and out the front of the house? Mm -hmm. A couple of minutes, I'll say. (laughs) So we're already screwed. Yeah, David, I'm going to, while they're doing this, I'm going to just do a bit of uh, body percussion to inspire mm-hmm. um, Gwen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, guys, just like going to trust them to do that while he's looking around for a keyhole in any door. Very good. Ooh, okay. Um, so, yeah, Gaius, first of all, yeah, on the three that you can see um, on this first floor. Uh, no, there's no keyhole. There's no keyhole within the room either. Are you going to head further down to keep looking? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool. But yeah, that's what Guy's going to occupy himself with whilst they are doing that. Nice. So yeah, you you kind of wander off down to the next floor. Um, Oren, yeah, so, what was your um, arcana check? It's a 21, but I'm going to flash a genius hit to a 26 because it's important. Oh, amazing. Of course you are. Um, yeah, so you're having... Um, yeah, a close look at this table. And actually, yeah, it's not overly complicated. The uh, the the runes and the the arcane symbols on it. You you figure out like the on-off switch pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> as you're looking at the rest of the of the diagrams, you realize that this can be used to um to get information out of uh, the person that's strapped up. Ooh. Whether or not that's through inflicting some bits of pain, whether or not that's um forcing them to talk in certain ways like you can almost see that it's kind of almost it's got an inbuilt like zone of truth it's got inbuilt spells that you can activate but assumedly at the cost of hurting the person in the contraption um yeah i feel like orin feels like we should be trying to get answers but feels like this table is Um, not the way to do it yeah, I think, yeah, as soon as we've kind of got in there, Gwendolyn will be kind of looking at Juna like, yeah, kind of shrugging almost like, shall we be getting answers now? Yeah. Juna's going to cast uh, Zone of Truth and Detect Thoughts. Yeah, what save do they need? Well, a great double team. It's a 15 foot radius sphere. Is there a way I can get both the Faceless Footman and Pedigree within that zone? No, mate, they're outside. Uh, yeah, the shapeshifter's outside. Okay, well, I'll do it. I'll do it so that Pedigree's sort of in the far end of it. So if we want to bring the footman in 
there's sort of space on the other side. Side note, um, if there's been messaging back and forward, Orin will have messaged back up the chain that he thinks he can get Pellegree out without too much difficulty, but Orin has neglected to mention that this can be used to extract information. Very nice. Okay. okay. So, yeah, what save does Pellegree have to make for Zone of Truth? Uh, Pellegree has to make a wisdom saving throw, please. That is a 17. Yeah, he um, succeeds. Succeeds on that, but you can still hear his thoughts. Yeah, I can still hear the surface level. Um, And most of the surface level is just confusion. And he's kind of looking up, wondering who's opened the door. He can hear footsteps, but he can't really tell how many. A part of him is like the the thoughts of like, is this another kind of trick from, from the Arcanists? He's really confused, but holding fairly still. Juno sort of sends down the line. It was Inkidi, wasn't it, who was going to ask the questions? Yeah. But it might be safer to use somebody who can do message. Or Orin was going to do... Oh, I don't know what anyone else is going to do unless someone messaged me. Yeah, I think this is like a, another message. Fine. Yeah, I, I can I can message. Can I retcon then that where I gave my bardic inspiration because for some reason in my head I thought it was Gwen. As in, like, you, you thought Gwen Gwen. I thought Gwen was going to do the questioning. Um... I don't mind whatever you decide. Uh, yeah, I'm happy for you to switch it. Okay, I've if switched you just it. Recon, recon. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got you bardic inspiration to um, uh, uh, Juna. Yes. Cool. Cool. Nice. Um, I think then in that case, Juna's going to message in, if that's okay, if that's something that she can do. David. Into. Pellegree. Um, Pellegree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Having re- like responded to Gwen, mm. I'm going to do this because obviously time is of the essence for conversations. So she's like, yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. Um, and so she first of all messages in saying, Pellegree, we don't want to hurt you, but we've got some questions for you and just sort of goes in on the questions and mm. to see what he answers. So she says, we saw you with a henge key. Where is it and what does it do? Um, it is an interesting experience, especially for you, Juna because you are both hearing his answer and hearing his thoughts at the same Mm. time. So there is a kind of like, almost like feedback or like layering up of his voice that you're not instantly sure of which is which. Mm -hmm. Um, But he responds saying, where did you see me with the henge key? Who are, where are you from before? Uh, and what you what you then get like image wise almost as you're trying to like as you're listening to his surface thoughts are him with it wrapped up in the basement um, where you first seen him. He's putting it into a chest, and then you'll see you you kind of see these quick flashes of images of him like casting uh, a spell using one of the rings to just teleport the entire chest and a whole bunch of other things away. And then re- like recognizing your voice, he's seeing images of you sort of almost like it's it's an interesting thing trying to like seeing images of you stood in in the in that uh, basement under Sallow 16 where where you'd seen him it's like seeing the opposite viewpoint uh yes but i have a vested interest in the henges particularly the witch in the woods so if you could tell us we 
if you if you comply with us right now, there is a way we can get you out of here. But we need to know for our own reasons. Um, again, in his head, there are images of almost like stereotypical witches in woods as he's trying to understand what it is that like <laughs> you said. Uh, and then there's a witch on a broomstick sort of flying across the moon. <laughs> um, loads of these weird images. And then sort of a picture of a vest, as you said, vested interest. Um, and he like imagines his, his clothes that he's not wearing anymore. Like, and there's almost like a, a longing for the clothes that he missed. And he's the like, henge key. Could you what? please tell us about this henge key? I can come with you if you let me free. We need information before we can let you go. That's all everybody wants at the moment. Information. And then it's more flashes of uh, some of the torture that he's been through. Sort of just... It's it's less, like, clear, these images, but they're, they're much more sort of emotional bursts of pain, which are slightly seeping into your into your mind as as he pictures them and almost looking at you with this sort of telepathic link that's that he's bouncing back with and forward between you and him he's almost trying to push some of those images even even further toward you we're not going to do this to you we're not those people but we need to know the answers and if you if if you help us we can help you that is the deal that's on the table so are you going to tell me about this henge key? Or are you going to suffer more of this? Because I feel like that's your options right now. <laughs> Those aren't my only options. <sighs> Doesn't look like you have many other options right now. Ah, there's always other options. If you're talking about your shape-shifting friend, they're not coming for you. Again, there's like flashes of conversations that they've had in the past. Uh, Pellegree and their shape-shifting friend, as you put it. This is your last chance. The henge key. And I think at this point, I mean, fuck it all, she's going to try and cast Detect Thoughts one more time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Are you going to push even further in? Even further in, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, this is not working. It's a 16 this time. Matches. So yeah, you push forwards just a little bit and it's almost like as you're trying to like reach you almost catch glimpses of things before he senses it and then there is just a string of random imagery. There's him sipping a drink on a beach. There's a massive tree. There's a mountain exploding. There's going for a swim. So you're not going to you're not going to comply. I don't see exactly how you're helping me. There's no proof of uh you, wherever you are. I can't even see you for one. And all you've said is give me answers or you won't let me free. Well, no, I said I give, give us, answers... I said give us answers and we will free you. But if I give you answers, there's no proof that that will happen. But if I set you free, there's no proof you will give me answers. Ah, uh, then we're stuck, aren't we? We are stuck. And you've come all the way down here just for me. Not just for you. Are you heading further down then? Yes. Let me know what you find. I was really interested. He kind of sighs. Hangs his head a little bit. I think whilst he's sighing, like, June is going to message Guy to sort of pass on to the others. Like, he's not giving me answers unless we let him go. And I'm not letting him go unless he gives us answers. He seems to think there's interesting things below. I can't get into his thoughts. 
which, uh, Gaius, as you've headed downstairs. Oh, of course. Yeah. It's all right. I'll say, like, there's enough, yeah. there's enough space, um, sort of distance-wise. Gaius will have picked up on that message. But uh, you've reached a floor with only one door on it. Uh, it doesn't have a keyhole, unfortunately. Damn. But it's up to you whether or not you continue down or you look inside of this door. Can I open the door? Yeah, it's not locked. I creak open the door a smidge and have a look in. Hmm. As you kind of, like, poke your invisible head inside. Um... This room structurally is much the same as the cells upstairs. It's a long, thin, straight room. What is slightly off-putting about this, uh, this one is that each wall to your left and right, as you look in, is filled with little alcoves, and each one contains a bell jar, a big domed jar in each of these alcoves, with kind of glowing statuesque busts contained within those alone like sort of they they sort of fill up a couple of the alcoves there are a few alcoves that are empty yeah but they stretch the length of this room that in itself is very interesting but what catches your attention ever so slightly more is the plinth at the far end with a handprint on it oh Just remind me, gang. What's that? That is the messaging mirrors. Mm. Yeah. That we, that we saw, saw in Kral's tower. tower. I thought we were going to see that. I thought so. Is what does it appear to be cracked? Uh, nope. The um, the plinth is. It looks fine. It looks. If anything, it looks in a better condition than the one that you saw at Kral's. It's in use. To be clear, as well, there was the one in in the, the one the ones in Kral's place was there was one that was cracked. One that said, but that was trust. after. It's only I think that was after we put your mirrors. hand on it. Yeah. Mirrors after someone's put their hand on the plinth. Yeah. So we put our hand on the plinth, and then it took yeah, a countdown. Took us to a thing, and they did a countdown, didn't it? Yeah. Right. right. I see. I see. So, and then um, the mirrors it, were in front once the countdown had finished. As you're stood looking at these these yeah row of glowing busts and this plinth at the end, <laughs> that's when Juna's message comes through. Um. Okay. Guy will like snap his head back up and go. Okay. Uh, I am not familiar. I'm looking. I'm prioritizing a keyhole. We need an exit strategy. So he'll close the door quietly, and he'll go down further just to see if there's anything further. He'll only go one further level mm-hmm. just to see for a, a keyhole, and then he'll come back up to the group. Cool. Um, the next floor down again. There's no keyhole, but there is another single door. He'll poke his head in just to have a look. Hmm. This one is not a long corridor type room. This one is actually much wider. Uh, very big. Probably about 80 feet by 80 feet. Big space. It's lit with um, sort of lanterns around the edge. And in the middle of the room, there is a circle of obelisks. Sort of five, six different obelisk structures. Not that high. They probably come up to your shoulder. Fuck's sake. Um, and in the centre of like sort of the floor connecting these obelisks is all arcane runes and patterns and in the centre of that is a, a table with another one of these glass bell jars but this one's empty sort of perched on it and there isn't any further stairs going down oh the stairs continue downwards even beyond that oh god that's tempting but I feel like I would be wasting time I'll go back up mm-hmm. 
And as I go back up, like, one further level, I will, like, message towards, like, uh, um, Juno will be busy, I assume, so I'll point to, like, Orin. Uh, hoping that he will get my message of like just relaying like first level down there's something similar to Kral's tower second level down there is a weird obelisk and a table with a bell jar no keyholes yet um can Orin reply do they look like the henge key did they look like the henge key David I don't know if Gaius has ever seen it Um, but I mean from description at least no it doesn't that was much more of a, a rod thing, as Orin described it. Um, whereas these are pretty solid structures, little obelisks. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. I hope the title of this, our 69th episode, is bringing you as much immature joy as it has brought me. Thank you all for going down this podcast path with us here at No Small Roles. Now, if you are a lover of podcasts, you may be interested to know that both Vicky and Daryl are soon to guest on a brand new podcast from the Dot Collective called A Map to You, Life Stories from the Living. The Dot Collective is a registered charity and professional theatre company that creates and provides theatre for those living in care particularly, but not exclusively for, those living with dementia. The Doc Collective really is a fantastic company that makes incredible work, and many of us at No Small Roles have had the pleasure to take part over the years, so we would particularly love it if you would go and give this new show a listen. In other news, like theatre news, Ben is still touring America with dragons and mythical beasts, so US listeners don't miss your chance to see him in this enchanting family show. And the theatre company you hear us talk about quite often, Open Bar, also has some exciting developments in the pipeline, so make sure you're following them on at WeAreOpenBar on all the social media. Of course, you can contact us on social media at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram, search No Small Roles on Facebook, and join our Discord server to chat with us, the superfans, and of course, your fellow crumpets. We'd also really appreciate it if you would drop us a review on iTunes and places like Podchaser. I know I say this all the time, but it really does make a difference in helping us to grow the podcast. And hey, if you've reviewed us already in the past, why not screenshot it and share it on social media so more people get to see your lovely reviews and we love to see them again and again and depending on where you're listening in the world there is a chance that we may not have even seen your review because for example we don't get to see what gets reviewed on australian itunes etc so do screenshot it even if you're writing us a new review screenshot it share it on social media so that more people can just see how much you love no small roles And don't forget, you can rate us on Spotify. That's all from me for now. Let's take you back below Chargirl Tour. So back 
as you uh, rejoin the others, guys. Um, how's the negotiation going? Side note, DM, I'd like to start doing something while negotiation continues. Okay, what are you doing? But you, you, you carry on with this if you want, and then I'll explain what I'm doing in a minute. Okay. Doesn't make me nervous. Uh, um, yeah, Juna, he's just throwing, as you're listening to his thoughts, he's throwing a whole, as much chaos and random at you as he can. Do I try one more time? Your call, Batman. We're about to be besieged. What would Juna do? She'd just... Oh, let's do it one more time. I mean, she is going through the spell slots, but we need to do this. Yeah. That, if you... Yeah, go for another Detect Thoughts. Was a 13. Let's go. Let's go. Come on. Yeah. As you are fighting through all of these random images, you kind of, yeah, push even further. Um, and you almost land in a... It's an odd space um, within his thoughts. It's kind of like... Um, it's much emptier. You can still still feel some of those random chaotic energies sort of pushing in around you, but then there's just this little moment of silence uh, for your own brain, which is quite <laughs> nice. Um... Uh, what are you what are you looking for? I am looking for anything to do with hinges. I, like if you know, like if I was like Googling his mm. brain, it would be <laughs> hinge key, then yeah. hinges would be like top of the list. They were top of our questions, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. It's like it's where where is the hinge key? What does it do? What do the hinges do? And what do you plan to do with the key? I like those first initial questions she's searching for those in that order so whatever she can find in that order amazing so yeah the images that start coming out and like the the knowledge of of henges does start almost like forming around you in a in a kind of little henge itself uh, itself (laughs) um yeah these sort of images and dancing things and you're catching bits of discussion where somebody's telling him that the um that the hex have managed to get their hands on something. Uh, he seems excited about that. You're 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 seeing some of the um, the agreements and the reaching out to the hex that he's been having, um, the actual transaction, uh, and mm-hmm. how much it has cost to acquire this this uh, this rod, this hinge key. Um, it's it's sort of a, a good ten thousand gold pieces that they've paid for. Whoa. Seems cheap. It's a hefty hefty amount of money. Um, you can almost see an image of a map uh, at one point and drifting in amongst uh, the, uh, the towns and the cities of the fields of valor, uh, you start seeing a, a location start to be pinpointed near the Tor Bear Bog. Tor Bear Bog. Yeah. You've never actually been there yourself. It's, it, it seems to be out of the way slightly between uh, a couple of smaller villages, but like then you, you get a very definite look at a map. Of, of this location um, with a with a sort of circled and like you're seeing then like a henge almost rising out of the map <gasps> then books like there's loads of like reading that's sort of coming through his own memory as a, along with a whole other voice a bunch of voices that are explaining that the henge key allows you to open it oh fuck me there is like sort of occasion writing uh, that he's having trouble deciphering but it's it's both regarded as a weapon and a key. The hinge or the hinge key, sorry. 
the henge key the henge key is, is, a, is being is referred to it like in different writings is is referred to as a, as a weapon as a uh, in some instances as a key in others and and do i only get this do i only get this through his understanding of orkosian exactly yeah or, and what he's been I, told. I wouldn't be able to understand more as i speak orkosian no this is kind of yeah his oh. his thoughts and his understanding of it mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah you kind of get this flood of information is there anything else that you're looking for so the the tall bear bog. Mm-hmm. Do I get the impression that that's where a henge is, or where the key is, or do I not know? You get the impression that that's where a henge is, and that's where he had intended to take the key. Um, as you then start, like yeah, looking at where the key actually is. Yeah. Um, there is a feeling of chaos oh. that. Something seems to be interrupting that, even in his own thoughts. He knows he sent it through a ring. He knows he has teleported it to his friends, to other children of Havoc. But then as you kind of try to press him further as to where exactly, he doesn't even have a full understanding of it. So he only knows it's gone with other children of Havoc. Yeah, he knows it's safe with his friends, but essentially he's gone with uh, this entire, like, uh, clearing out system that they had had an air of send it where you can mm-hmm. and don't think about it so that nobody knows a bit of chaos even in oh, the organisation yeah. yeah oh shit deliberate chaos even in the oh, the structure of the organisation and with him sort of I mean tell me when I tell, tell me when I have to stop oh, I'll, I'll, let you, just... I'll let you go with something else yeah give me give, one more so I think like with all of this like it's gone with a child of havoc there's chaos within the organization like i'd quite like to probe into like what he specifically knows about the children of havoc does he know how many of them there there are does he know like where they are or where they could be basically yeah so yeah you push forward for for an answer as to yeah more information about the children of havoc and you get a lot of joyful images uh There is a lot of, again, a lot of chaos, a lot of pranks amongst them, a lot of jibing, but also like a good, strong feeling of family. And from his perspective, you see five other figures. There are no names attached to them, but there is one that is shifting in different ways. Hmm. There is uh, one who you can assume is Dane, the, the archer, as he's sort of juggling knives oh, and, and yeah. that was his name striking things oh. very exactly Hawkeye, yeah. last we find out his name <laughs> yeah. we did find out I'm joking <laughs> um, you uh, see a, a dwarven type fellow uh, laughing away <laughs> sort of relaxed back there's a any indication of his class would be helpful <laughs> there's and his hit um, points. <laughs> a uh, a tiefling woman with uh, yellowish uh, skin who, yeah, she's giggling away in, in a corner with a drink to herself. And there's Heron Ilwyn. Quite jovially and quite relaxed. No! Uh, sitting and looking at his friends. <gasps> oh, no! No! Guys, we are the uh, grandchildren of Havoc. Uh, oh, it's oh, oh, well then, fuck it. We can go through the door. Into his house. 
What into his house? He doesn't know oh. that we know. He will he soon. Will, he doesn't know. Oh, my He, he won't. He doesn't know what we've been up to. He knows things. He changes know. everything. So, hang on. So, there was the shifting one. Faces, footman. There was Dane, Ar Archer. There was Giggles. What, and did any of those recognise Giggles? Going? Where was Heron going on business? Giggles was the, the laughing one, right? Yeah. The tiefling. The one that me and... Um, oh, the tiefling. tiefling woman. Yeah, tiefling mm -hmm. woman. We had one safety corner in this world. Heron's and you got just the fucking... pulled the rug under us. Oh. Oh. oh, I wonder if Giggles' real name is Liana. Oh, Heron yeah. might have the key. Who's Liana? That was that the name, that, name that I heard. That Gwen overheard when she went through the door one night to leave a beer for... Um, uh, Nurem. Nurem, thank you. I said the name earlier and forgot. I knew Nurem was dodgy. From the start. <laughs> Maybe oh, Nurem knows nothing. Maybe Nurem's an innocent. <laughs> no, he's the first to die. He's on the list. Oh. Him and his potatoes. Oh, God. <laughs> I have so many questions now. So many Goodness. questions. Um, oh, my God. Mind but we don't know this. Only Juno knows currently. Yeah, only jo only <laughs> Juno knows this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Orin, you see Juno <laughs> take a very sharp breath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Juno like, does an audible, like, Orin's, Orin's like, busy. And can, <laughs> can I just say that, that Gwendolyn's been on lookout this whole time? Because mm -hmm. it's just FYI. There's, yeah. a, there's a bunch of arcanists right next to us, just like, oh, And Kinu's blocking. No way, well, you can't block anything. He's invisible. You can see right through him. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Faces Footman's on the other side of the door. Um, and yeah, with that last piece of information there, Juna, you <laughs> almost recoil out of his thoughts. Damn freaking straight. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is a chunky piece of lore right there. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh my god. That is a cornerstone of our Faceless whole campaign. Dane, oh. Giggles, and Heron Ilwyn, and a mysterious dwarf. Delicious. And now, now all I want to do is like talk to Kiera about it all. No, <laughs> no he's prepared. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, it makes total God. sense for like him being like, "Oh, I want to see and what is going on with the consortium and what's going yeah. on there and blah 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 and stuff like that." Should we, should we play this through and have yeah. this yes. chat? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yes. Yes. keep playing yeah. the game, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> play the game. Play the game. Um, and I've just, I've just turned up, just like, <sighs> like <laughs> invisible, not seeing anyone, just been like, I assume everyone is doing their thing. Juna. My butt oh my hurts. God. My butt I think really first hurts. of all, like like a sassy fucking bitch, just sort of like messages to Pellegrini, thank you, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> just you're she, welcome. She really hates him. <laughs> mm. um, and then, what does she even say to the others now in the middle of this? I think she she says lots of this. So this is to Guy first of all. Lots of information. Five children of Havoc. Faceless Footman, Dane, Dwarf, Giggles, and Heron. Gaius responds back immediately to Juna. Wait, our Heron? Yep. <laughs> and then I think like she's like, we need to let the others know. So it's almost like just trying to like get the messages out as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. okay. um, Hear lots of gasps around the place. Because that's um, <laughs> just to, to note, detect thoughts takes a, a minute of like thinking oh. right? which means that you are now out of time yeah uh your your magical immunity as it were is is over mm -hmm. i'm just gonna roll something sorry bear with me um um yeah no i was safe um 
Gaia says, fuck me, in his head. He doesn't say it out loud. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, Oren, what have you been doing this whole time? Yeah, so Oren has gone over to one of the other metal doors mm-hmm. that isn't this one in this room, has mm-hmm. gone inside the cell, mm-hmm. and with a combination of his various smith's tools, his blowtorch, and his tinker's tools, is it possible to engineer a keyhole <laughs> in about a minute? Uh, ooh, in a minute. In a minute. In a minute. <laughs> I'm going to need a <laughs> know, keyhole to get me back to another hack Everyone's room. <laughs> um, God. Mate, it's going to be very difficult. I know you're I an think- Abrica lad. So, but can you make a blacksmith's tools check? Come on, buddy. Come on. This blacksmith's is tools check. It. Yeah. Using my intelligence, using my strength, using my dexterity, what? what? Using your dexterity, I will say, because you're trying to be precise and make a small keyhole as opposed to just blast a hole in this door. Cool. Thank you. Using dexterity. Yeah. Come on, everyone. This is your time, Oren. This is your time. Oren's been doing that whilst the message, whilst Juno was inside. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. cool. So, yeah, a bit of overlap. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, if you let yeah, me know, I could have given you um, some bike inspiration, inspiration here. As you well. were downstairs. I know. Yeah, yeah that's you fair. were doing your thing. Oh, for flip's sake! No, make it a thirty Not... at least. <sighs> okay, let me just. I mean, I mean, I mean. You've used Flash of Genius already. No, I can use it five times a day. That's not the problem. That's why he's an abracadabra. That's not the problem. Oh, because you you rolled a one. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, David, so I'm going to tell you the result first of all. Yeah. So the good news is... Yeah. The good news is... Yeah. I rolled an 18. Okay. The bad news is it was technically a natural one. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so it doesn't make a hole. Uh, What you realise as you close the door to, like, you know, give yourself some... Uh, you know, balance against like, you know, making the keyhole and stuff and getting ready to test it. You close the door and there's no handle on the inside and then you don't make a hole so you just close yourself in one of the other cells. Oh my flipping <laughs> Is what we will say. That's your natural one. Oh no. <laughs> so intent and like, oh yeah, this is a great idea. I can focus on this Excellent. thing and then you close it. Yes. You focus, you go, this isn't working. Oh, how do I open the door? Gwendolyn's <laughs> been on lookout out there that whole time. Can she realise at some point that Oren's been in there a bit too long and just opened it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Assuming he's gone to the toilet or something, just wanted some privacy. Just... And yeah. <laughs> yeah, brief knock on the door outside. As the messages have gone up the chain, we all know by now, right? About? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kudu immediately just turns around, draws the scimitar, walks outside, um, slices the f- face's footman's throat. <laughs> <laughs> And the and the and the shadow spawn will after that will just just tear their head off. Well, uh, first of all, mm-hmm. I'm going to say make an attack roll because uh, obviously they're going to squirm Advantage. as you approach. Or I mean, they can't see, but as they, they feel a blade see. against their throat, and they're being held. They are being held. So you get what you get advantage on it. Um, do, 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 it's high. It's it's really high. It's 17 plus uh, at least seven. Oh, it's plus eight. So, so seventeen plus eight is like twenty. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's enough. Um. So, yeah, you slice their throat. 
Jesus. Uh, this image of Petrogranius flashes between a whole bunch of people quite violently turning into and this is horrible it's turning into like old people and children and all of them like bleeding out in front mm-hmm. of you uh, it does fall into smaller smaller forms as it kind of is changing the shape and the the shadow spawn is trying to keep hold but mm-hmm. with it changing that's really difficult eventually the body stops shifting and a ring explodes out of their pocket and just the body disappears. I take the ring. <laughs> no, the ring's no, gone with it. The ring's gone with it. Yeah. In the same way that Dane's body Dane. had been taken off. They've been Dane. As the Shadow Spawn is like wrestling with them, suddenly this whole body is gone. Because they can be resurrected. Yep. Somewhere yeah. else. Yep. They were never going to tell us what that was. <laughs> Well, that's one thing out of that. Well, one thing we don't have to carry, worry about carrying around with us. Oh, um, uh, yep. Um, we need a keyhole. And do we need anything else from... Pelig- no. Fuck this guy. No, but as in, like, because we are we are owed information to the cons- to um, one or two members of the consortium. If you mention that on the, to the, the chat, Orin will go, I think we've got some intel that they really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, Guy will just like, uh, Guy will just be like waving frantically to try and get Oren's attention, get his <laughs> yep. attention. And go, Can he see? All right. You're what's yourself. the thoughts? Like, what's the crack? Are we are we like trying to bail here, or are we trying to like take him with us? As a question, as obviously you can all be detected now. Are you speaking out loud, or are you going to continue to message oh. through each other's heads? Oh yeah, probably message. At this point, I would it, say I would say message. We're in the habit of messages. Yeah, I would admit. Mm. I would yeah. immediately cool. say message because Just voices can be heard, voices can be matched, voices mm-hmm. can be remembered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also Pellegrini can hear if we start talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure, sure. At sure. the moment, he's only heard Juna's voice in his head. Oh yeah, as at some point. Uh, there will be a message around and I think Orin had the, the watch to Denise so he would have obviously let everyone know 10 minutes is up <laughs> mm-hmm. um, um, Gwendolyn will reply to something that comes her way uh, up or down um, guys will message back saying to, to Gwen down more secrets potentially revealed but less chance of keyholes upstairs more chance of keyholes but less chance of secrets revealed David, can mm-hmm. just do a little history check? Do you remember seeing keyholes when we were up there? In the doors upstairs? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you picked one to get into... Of course, great. Uh, Pellegrini... Just uh, wanted to double check. Into Petra's, yeah, private spaces. Cool. Okay, let, let's get out of here. Gwendolyn will reply to Gaius and hope that that's what everybody else wants to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gaius, Gaius will relay to everyone, we're leaving. Do we want to take Peregrine with us? Pellegrini. Pellegrini. Pedigree? Not pe- pe- pedigree. Uh, not not particularly. Um, the deal was that he gave us answers and we take him, and he didn't. So, I I feel like Petra's keeping him here and wants the information that we maybe have. So leave him, unless anyone wants to take him. David, mm-hmm. can if Gwendolyn gets out the uh, magical detection bomb on, does she reckon that we could cut it into five? <laughs> and give ourselves a bit of extra cover. You could cut it up, but whether or not it would then work. ultimately work yeah. as much, <laughs> it could have some other fun effects. Um, she doesn't know enough about magic, it. and she doesn't think it's worth the risk. Yeah, you—it's that's up to you. Okay, you don't know what would happen, <laughs> whether or not it would give you all two minutes, or whether or not it wouldn't work at all. We'd grow or... an extra leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
she de- there's too much going on right now for her to mention it. She's just like, let's get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, n- and none of us know apart from Guy what was downstairs, do we? No. Guy messaged Orin, I think, to say to okay. Orin what was downstairs. Guy messaged Orin yeah. saying about nothing to do with Henge Key. Do yep. we think, like, yeah, does anybody think that we should go down there? Yeah, basically, yeah. Are we going to, because we're never going to be here again. I know. I'm desperate to go downstairs, but also, also. We will die. We will die. Here. If we all go downstairs, we, we are bottlenecked and we will die. And there's no doors. Then let's go. Yeah. Other than curiosity, there's nothing we need downstairs. No. Let's go upstairs and find a keyhole. Mm. Do you do? Um, I will just like just shout up very quickly to every single person just to get a mm-hmm. final vote. So Juno, yeah. Yeah. Once once we get up, once we get up there, we we can't message. Anymore. Yeah. Okay. So Juno, down or up? Up. And Kido, up. But put the torch machine on before we go. Orin. Which Enkidu doesn't know about. He doesn't know it's a torture machine. Because Orin has not told anyone. (laughs) Okay. Fine. Very deliberately has not told anyone. After we've just seen a horrific death in front of us as well. Yes, Orin specifically has not told Enkidu is what's happened. Orin reluctantly ums and ahs and then goes up. And Gwen. Yeah, she's up. Let's bail all. Okay, I send the shadow spawn ahead. <laughs> she's leading because she's fastest. Yeah. And as you're as you do start exiting the room, though, oh, um, sick. like clearly there are like all of you making a way out. So it's like sort of people leaving a room, the door moving. You do just hear Pellegrini shout out, "What makes you think you're not implicated?" I, keep, I, I will yell back. You got fifteen minutes to. You got fifteen seconds to explain that comment, my friend. Otherwise, we're gone. And realises he said it out loud and has gone, Ooh. You've been doing what we've been doing. Leave. <laughs> Leave. Don't let him delay us. God Leave. damn. Leave. No. You cause as much havoc as we do. Leave. What's weird is that I've strangely started to like him now. And then, like, guys, is like eyeing up the thing, though. <laughs> he really has a yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. He, he really, really has, has a, a point. point. <laughs> he has a valid we point. We have caused point. so much chaos. <laughs> so much havoc. Um. Akidu will just whisper, like, don't give him the power. You're not the same as him. We are leaving. Let him rot. Leave him here. We have to live. Gaius will turn and follow. <laughs> um, Orin will get Gaius' hand, double squeeze hand, the message <laughs> thing. Um, message. Hey, buddy, what's up? <laughs> hey, um, can you message Akidu? Maybe we shouldn't take that thing back upstairs. Uh, we're not going to be visible, but that thing is going to be very visible. Or otherwise, can you ask him to send it in a different... Oh, this is a second message now. Sorry. Um, <laughs> can you send him, maybe send it in a completely different direction to us? Which room are we all going to? We all need to go to the same place. We can't message up there. Okay, fine. I will message, I will relay to Enkidu. Keep the shadow fiend down here. Cause a bit of mischief with it. Um, and which <laughs> said like all... a true child of havoc guy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. I am. You know what? We said we weren't going to do any more spiraling. I am spiraling so hard. As you uh, approach the, oh, can I reply uh, to that? Stairs. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, someone else can go ahead of it. If someone's waiting for us, shadow spawn can be decoy while we run the other way i will hang it back until the coast is clear okay end of the message as you uh head up and start approaching the opening there is a lot 
of foot traffic up there. Fuck! Before... Gwendolyn's going to stop before she gets too close exactly, for it to yeah, open. Before, before it opens, you can hear a lot of rushing backwards and forwards. There's muffled voices. Does it seem like there's... they can't get down because we have the amulet? You can't tell the panic. Uh, you can't. You don't know whether or not they can't get down, whether or not they don't know they can get down. Um, but there is... Whether they've a discovered a decapitated body in mm-hmm. the ballroom. Mm-hmm. And they don't know that there's anything down here anyway, because maybe yeah. only some people, very few people know. Yeah, you, you can't quite tell. All you know is that there is almost constant moving up and down the stairs around sort of the floor directly above your head. <laughs> David, yeah. do we recall... This, this leads up into the basement, doesn't it? And the basement has six doors off it. Yeah. Do those doors have keyholes? Uh, some of them do. Oh, boy. Some of them do. But as soon as we open that, people are going to be Buddy, we don't, there, we, and there's yeah. going to be, and there's going to be something that's going to yeah. drop the magic. Do we go down? We don't want to. We don't want to go from a hornet's nest to our secret hideaway. We do not want that. Maybe yeah, the our best secret thing hideaway is... that belongs to our enemy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the greatest there's, and most powerful enemy. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of like yeah things to unwind here and unpick. But <laughs> is the now question to to dive deeper into the ant's nest to see if there's another way out? I've oh, I think so. If we spend long <laughs> enough down here, we might level up and eventually get teleportation spells, and then we can just. <laughs> Just no leave. time, and Gaius like shakes at Gorin and just like, oh, what do we do? We gotta do something. As soon as we get out there, we're going to be hit with some sort of like this is Gwendolyn messaging back to somebody. We're yeah, going to get yeah. hit with some sort of magic. Uh, I should do it in her voice. We're going to get hit with some sort of magic uh, dispellment. Like if we go out there, we're dead. <laughs> we are. If we go down, <laughs> we might be less dead. <laughs> I like the idea of less dead. Less dead should be our motto. Um, yeah, I, I like the, I like the idea of less dead too. Spiral down to less dead. We spiral okay. down. We spiral, spiral down. down to less dead, and oh we can find gosh. out what those mirrors about. Oh my god! Jesus. Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! Let me just roll four d six six times because I think it's reached that point. Um. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Have ye of little faith. <laughs> so as you go down. Oh my gosh. Um, are you going to go into any of the doors on the other floors? Or are you just going to carry straight the way down as far as you can? Fuck I mean, I want to go in the mirror room. I want to go in the mirror room. I'm not going to lie. If we're going to nearly die, I want to go in the mirror room. Sorry. I was just talking like my Todd, uh, my, my niece then of just like, this is what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> the panic. Just like, yeah, the panicked messaging that's going as we go traipsing back yeah. down the spiral oh. <laughs> was it the next floor down was the mirror room or was the next floor yeah. down the stone room? So the next floor down was uh, the yeah the gallery of uh, glass bell jars with the plinth at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that the one you're going into? Yeah. 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 We need to know what that does, right? Yeah. We need to know something else. We have to come up with something else after all this. Cool. So, uh, yeah, you head on in. Uh, again, are you closing the door behind you? Are no. you... No, not no, leaving it. it open. Wonderful. I'll leave the shadow um, spawn outside as a sentry. How long's that? Nice. That thing lasts. Nice. <laughs> Hours. Uh, an hour. Concentration. Oh, nice. Amazing. Is there, is there a handle on the inside, David? Not of this one, no. That's why I was checking. Uh, <laughs> can, that, can the shadow spawn open doors? 
Yeah. <laughs> it can do, it's, it's humanoid. Like, what you see, it's humanoid, like, very muscular, um, taller than Enkidu, and it's, like, wispy, shadowy, glowing red eyes. It's humanoid. It can do everything you want it to do. Mm. Can we call him Slim Shady? He has, <laughs> he, he, he has a name. <laughs> oh. I've just not said it. Marshall. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, Slim Shady then. Um, no. <laughs> no okay. So, yeah, he's, he's sort of positioned outside and the rest of you uh, edge on in. Uh, Gwendolyn actually wants to... S- uh, no. Is Gwendolyn going to stay at the doorway? Uh, yes. She can see. She's got good eyesight. She can see what's going on from far away. Okay. She's keeping an eye on everything going on. David. Yeah? Detect magic is still up, I believe, for another... Uh, was going to last another four and a half minutes after our thingy dropped. Mm-hmm. Are these spell jars magical? Uh, yes, very much so. Okay. Um, there's a strong necromantic magic coming oh, from the oh, As you walk on in. Oh, um, man. What is... Kind of as you kind of, yeah, edge into this space with each of these, uh, each glowing in slightly different shades, different colours, um, each of these busts. There are no labels or so anything. There's, like, busts inside each... Each, in, each in each side, in each bell jar. Yeah, kind of like head and shoulders of a person that's kind of, yeah, quite ethereal, almost ghostly, you could say. Do we recognise any of them? Yeah. Mm. Mm. From any of the pictures upstairs, for example. Chargirl. You recognise all of them from the pictures from upstairs. Oh, oh no. Are we in a crypt right now? Basically. Um, and as you look down, you see... Petragranius, oh, you see no. Hilda de Sosamel, no. you see Anton Karna. No. You do not see Adathol Chargelt. We do not. We see Petragranius's head. The builder. Yep. Because <gasps> her body's we still walking around and it's got Chargelt in it. Petragranius's head. Oh Yes. Uh floating about. Orin oh. would goes to point at it to everyone and then realizes everyone's invisible. And then as you kind of edge into the room, oh, each of these ghosts know. and these busts do turn a little bit to watch you all in curiosity. <laughs> they can see us. No. Yep. Burn them all. Oh goodness. Oh Burn no. them all. Can we talk Burn to them? them. <laughs> Burn them. So a fucking fa- burn them. To, cl- to clarify, to clarify, just for my own dyslexic head, um, for our viewers, I am dyslexic. Um, Listeners. What did I say? Viewers. So viewers. It's just, viewers. just for the As five you of said, us. dyslexic, so it's, it's perfect. You know what? It's, it's canon, guys. It's hey. canon. <laughs> um, so, so in theory, then, we can say that one of the founders of the consortium is still alive through, like, Possessing the don't people know who that. are don't in charge of the consortium, theory. and like oh, the, the spirits, the bodies are like <laughs> in these busts down here. They could be an Enkidu like situation. They could be an Erida body walking around as the head of the consortium. Oh, I think I think she's she's a robot. I don't think I don't think she is a robot. I think she's she's repossessing the bodies of each new head. Is there is there any high ba- high that ranking means- wizard that just goes? You know what? Death. It's not a big deal. Let's just accept all it. All of them. Like <laughs> all of them have done it. No, I want to live forever. I want They've to be like all a weird done that. Form of no, 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 no. You didn't listen to him finish his sentence. His Sorry. sentence was saying <laughs> the other the other way around. Yeah, yeah. he's saying okay. d- d- nobody just accepts death. No. Sorry. <laughs> like they all fucking. They, yeah, they all want fucking... to live forever. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh, we are in the house of Chargelt. Um, Burn them. 
burn them all. I, I think we should try and talk to them. Oh. Gwendolyn messages as some as all this is going on in messagey heady. June is definitely up for a chat. <laughs> we have to get out of here as well. <laughs> we have to escape. They know exactly who we are now. So Chargirl is... The, wait, we're invisible still. How are they looking at us? They can see invisibility if Orin can Holy do it. Shit. They can do it. Right, I'll walk up to one. Um, walk up <laughs> of to course. One. one of them's Chargirl, right? No. Nope. Uh, no. Is not That's there. exactly the thing. One of them's Granius. The one of them's Granius. Yep. Go with Granius. Go with Granius. All right, I'll go to Granius. I'm like, what happened to you? Um, almost like ethereally, like out of the bottom of this bust, just a hand presses up against the side of the glass, and you can see her mouth moving, but you can't hear anything. Can I, like, attempt to decipher what their lips are saying? Anything at all? Make a pers- oh, I don't know. If- can Enkidu lip read? I imagine he would have to like pit buckets on the street. And I'll stuff. say make a perception a check. It's and very, communication it's be very with high. light because light didn't talk much. Well, light had their own sign language, oh, which yeah. they taught Enkidu, so it's not really universal. It's not lip reading. No, <sighs> and they could speak anyway um, when they wanted to. Nah, dude, that's low. No, you can't quite make it out. And how can I interpret, like, the way they've put their hand in the glass? Is it like they're reaching out or they're in pain or...? Um, it's all quite slow in the way that they're moving. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, even this little handprint that comes up is kind of, like, wispy. Um, uh, glowing a, a soft, yeah, teal colour. Oh, my gosh. For Petra. Um, and <sighs> it's, it's... You're not quite sure whether or not it's, like, a pleading or whether or not it's, um a warning of some kind mm. or or what it is you can't be certain they're, they're definitely trying to communicate something with you though right but they look like they want people to understand mm-hmm. like mm. maybe if someone were to look inside their thoughts they would be compliant I think it'd be quite difficult to look inside the thoughts of a ghost cool. unfortunately Fair and enough. Juno would know that yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that as a sentence it's difficult to look in the thoughts of a ghost Juno would know that uh, she's well travelled. Yeah. She's well travelled. She's well travelled. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gwendolyn is wondering uh, if, 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 if any uh, chats come into her head of what if we just lift the bell jar? Lift the bell jar. Acuity lift, lifts the jar, like slowly lifts the jar. So as you lift the whole thing, yeah. Uh, first of all, you realise that the glass itself is sealed to the base. Uh, meaning that you can lift the whole jar and the platform that it's the little sort of circular platform that it's on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, even a, a, a brief check, it doesn't come free that bottom bit. Well, I can lift the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So you can carry. Yeah, I'll pick it up. Petrogranius yeah. in a in a bell jar. <clears throat> right, I do Add that, that to I our pick, inventory. I pick, I pick it up. I pick it up and like put it down. So How big is she? See. <laughs> Would she go in the bag of holding? Can she go in a caddy? <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's, it's, it's probably about it's about a foot high that's not yeah. very big it's not very big it's like a small it's a little bell yeah, jar little and it's bell like jar, just bust. head and shoulders head and shoulders uh, yeah. David can she get into the caddy that's our question <laughs> she's probably a little bit big for the caddy <laughs> but, but she's not so huge and heavy she's really comfortable you can't carry her exactly I can't carry her can no, we fit her in a large pocket I've got a bag I've got a satchel do you 
I do. Five thousand satchel. The day yeah, you can put her in a bag. Up here. It's a seven thousand pound satchel. Yeah, no. <laughs> do put her in a at some point, if someone messages Orin, Orin will go. Do we want to take him? Do we, or take one? Do we want to smash them? Do we, uh... Take her. <laughs> I'm like, do, yeah, I'm, does, I'm on the vibe of taking. Does Juno have any time. knowledge of like of this kind of ghost? Like whether whether they're like dangerous. Mm, make a history check, Juno. Yeah. Oh god, what history? I'll do it a kind of along the lines of yeah, folk tales and things that she's learned throughout her time. I'm gonna say she knows nothing. Five. No. <laughs> there are lots of different stories. Yeah, some ghosts can be quite nice. Yeah. Some ghosts much more aggressive. None of these, even as they're watching you, seem to be acting out in an aggressive way. Mm. It's much calmer and much more uh, serene. Though whether or not that's just because they're in bell jars yeah. or whether do, or not, you know. Do what, they look happy but... in the bell jar? <laughs> Guy will open up his bag and say, uh, and, and message to Enkidu, who looks like he's holding the, the bus, just be like, yeah. buddy, we ain't got time. If we want to like chat to this person, we can do it on our own time. Oh, wait a minute, right can now. we actually see each other? Oh no, we can't. Oh, we, we can see the bell jar. We can see a bell jar. Yeah, which you know takes a, a good moment to. I'll say, I'll say the the glass of the bell jar starts to turn invisible, and you will see that, but the the actual bust doesn't as much. So there, there is a small glow where Enkidu is stood holding it through the system that we've got going. <laughs> sure. The 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 the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Whatever. Okay. Okay. As I'm looking at Petra, I'm like, I will say to her, like, whisper as quietly as I can. Um. No matter what your beliefs are, or were, or what you are trying to do, there's nothing that can be done until you tell us more. So you're going to have to come with us, so you can have your say. And then I don't know. I I will just. I can't see anyone. No. <laughs> I want to give it. Um, as you're kind of looking down at this ghost, though, again, trying to like read its reaction. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there are some, in a very Enkidu way, there are some odd hand gestures <laughs> yeah. where sh she's trying to imply, all right, I'm on board, maybe, or she could be threatening to kill you. It's hard to say. <laughs> There's like a, a flappy hand, almost like a thumbs up, like <laughs> rubbing the edge of the, the, the bell jar. You hope that that means it's good. Guys will slightly tug the, um, the, the jar out from this like floating space mm -hmm. and just like allow it to go into his satchel if Enkidu allows that. I don't know. Yeah, I can only assume it's like one of us doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, as, as it's kind of, and Enkidu, you know that it's going into a bag from the way that the mm. view of the ghost starts yeah. disappearing a sure. little bit more and is then completely covered over as the, yeah. the top of the, the bag is, is closed. Yeah. This is so not how I imagined this going. No. <laughs> no, no. But we need to leave with something. Stealing a ghost <laughs> yeah. head. We've, we've got something. something. We've got no. We've got the we've got, we've got a butt, yeah. we've got a we've butt got a ton lot. of information. Just if we can yeah. get out. We just now need we to, need get, to get, out. get out. We need to escape. So much do we, shit. Do we want to check the... The video calling system or yes. uh, show I'm tempted to check the video and calling system and just check in on where everyone's at, but on the other hand we know what it does and um, do it yeah. Like yeah, okay. we we've got time. a ghost we've got a ghost in a jar now. Should we keep going down? 
but maybe there's interesting information in the video calling system. I agree, but the feds are upstairs literally banging on the doors. We whoever's, go. Yeah, whoever they'd call with the video calling system is probably upstairs. Yep, yep, yep. yep no, yep. we know where the video calling system goes and yeah. it doesn't go upstairs. Yeah. To one of the recipients of the others. So whoever would be standing on their side of the mirrors receiving yeah. the call would be upstairs is what I meant. So it goes to the other... Whoever's, super, whoever's yeah. hand would go on it would be upstairs, you mean? Yes. Yes. So but like, like anybody that would see us, it would be people very far away. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I, I'm assuming like it's like a Zoom, wizard Zoom, which is what I called it last yeah. time. And f- none <laughs> yeah. of those go- those folks who are on the other side are at home. <laughs> They're literally yeah. upstairs. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. A descending staircase. Oh, look at the descending staircase <laughs> at the end not, of the episode. <laughs> the other people on the other side of the mirrors wouldn't be upstairs, though. No. It's the other founders. Yeah, that's... Just yeah. so you... Yeah. That, was, well, oh, okay. that was my point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Kral, it's whoever yeah, the other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was assuming the current consortium members were using the same thing. No, that's what I meant. No. I don't think so. Let's move on! Oh, look yeah. at the bottom of the stairs! <laughs> yeah. I really, really want to have a go, but I don't think yeah. that's what, as a party, we would do. <laughs> We'll just anyway. Keep, oh, yeah, no. we've, we've gone down stairs. to the. We're so at the more next steps level. Down. There are so many more steps down. Um, so yeah, you go past the uh, the door to the large room. Do you go in there with the, the one with the obelisks that Gaius again has told you all about? Um, I assume in all of this hurried chat. Yeah. Do you go into it? Do you continue down it? <laughs> at the very least, Doran will stick his head in just to see if it's magical. Oh, um, it's inactive, but it is magical. Yeah, there's a strong necromantic energy going on in there. Um, uh, especially em- uh, emanating from these from these carved stone obelisks. Are the numbers of the obelisks, just quickly, are the numbers of the obelisks corresponding with the number of heads in bell jars? No. Oh. No, there's, so there's, um, yes, I think I said six obelisks around the edge and then okay. a, t- a table in the middle with an empty bell jar and then arcane runes across the floor between all of the obelisks and the Does table. Does it look, I mean, who knows, in the same way that Juna knows about talking to ghosts mm-hmm. does Orin have any inclination in his sort of magical understanding of how things work is this some sort of room where you could put a head into a jar and make an undead head jar make a quick arcana check because there's an empty jar on the table there's magical necromantic mm-hmm. stones um Orin is starting to put two and two together on this one rightly or wrongly uh that would be a 26 26 um yeah you could say that this looks like the um uh this looks like the ritual the place in which you yep. would extract someone's soul and put it in a bell jar yep wow Orin will double squeeze guy and be like this is the room where the heads go in the jars and we don't need to be in here let's go let's go let's go 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 down 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 Amazing. So actually, as you continue downwards, there are no more flat platforms or sort of flatter platforms. Uh, no more doors. Oh, man. Oh, shit. And you keep going down, hoping that there's another one. Keep going down. And you're going down for about five, six, seven minutes. And you hit the bottom as the stairway does end. It's gotten colder and colder as you've descended. And as you sort of reach the, the, the base of this stairwell, it's rough uh, stone, slightly damp from just the, the cold and the condensation under here. And there is a very long tunnel pointing ahead of you. Um, <laughs> I, I hold, I hold, um, uh, so whoever's nearby, because we've all like come down, like bustling next to each other. I hold each other's hands and go, and just give a squeeze 
and start walking forwards because we've either got like arcanists behind us or yeah darkness before us and i think the darkness is but more this this now becomes the decision i think we're getting into the territory of the invisibility is going to wear off yeah. like this is our decision now isn't it we start to tentatively walk forward holding hands holding hands yeah 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 i hold yeah, the yeah, shadowspawn's yeah. hand <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It's my friend. As you start down this tunnel, the first few steps in, small orbs of light start appearing above you so that you have a, a better view of where you're going. Um, but with each step, it almost feels like there's a small rush of wind uh, blowing in your face. And after a few, um, one of you turns around just to see that you've traveled much further down this tunnel oh. Oh. than you felt like you had you've taken maybe 10 steps and it looks like you've taken 100 like a magical travelator oh no it's a portal <laughs> um still not a, it's very much not a portal okay. you can still see the light at the bottom of the stairs from where you've come um and ahead there is a distant light as well mm. um and the more you walk almost like the faster and the further that you're traveling mm. uh until after no time at all actually you reach a wall and there is a single door there with a keyhole uh, and it's all lit up with more of these sort of orbs of light so it is up to you whether or not you get through that door using the homeward door key or see what's beyond holy crap can we hear anything on the other side of the door make a perception check guys I will check (laughs) guys get on it um, perception. Fifteen. Um, yeah, even with a fifteen, there is one overriding noise. You can't hear people moving around. You can't hear signs of life. But even as you've been moving further and further into this tunnel, Gaius, you've been hearing it. You're you're used to different types of sounds. And in some ways, this particular sound is, is more uh, unnerving for you than it is for the others. It sounds like you're underwater. We're under the lake. Beneath the lake, aren't we? Lake Aira. Possibly. There's the sound of, yeah, being like sort of, being that, that, that muffled underwater, like you've got water in your ears kind mm. of noise going on. Guy messages to Inkidu, uh, sorry, messages to Orin. We can open the door, look, and close it, right? How, have you mentioned the water sound to Orin? <laughs> <laughs> There's a water sound on the other side, buddy. Okay, if, I mean, if there is water literally on the other side of this door, we might not be able to shut it again. But my question is, why would they open, why would they construct a door that's got, like, water on the other side? You know what I mean? David, does the door open out from where we are or into where we are? Into where you are. <laughs> so it opens towards Why you. would they have, oh, sorry, sorry, like, why would they, and this is messaging, why would they have a door in their, like, secret hidey hole that just like bursts water through. Whilst this is happening, Gwendolyn looks through the keyhole. Yes, please. Good thank you. call. Sees a goldfish. <laughs> uh, make a perception check, Gwendolyn. 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 Hercules, Hercules. Gwendolyn. I shouldn't have done that. 14. 14. Uh, it is quite dark beyond. Um, you can see some larger shapes there is the smallest amount of light again almost like refracted as if it were underwater you don't see any water 
in the space, though. But it's incredibly dark in there. She kind of, through our system, relays that to the group. Mm-hmm. Could be an aqueduct. It could be magic. We don't know. But yeah, this door must go somewhere useful for Chargelt. Sure on time, guys. Do we want to do a vote? Could be a tunnel that leads us all the way to Twaintide. <laughs> it's not that the far. Spoons. <laughs> it, it's not that far. Um, Gwendolyn, through our system, says, I vote we open it. I'm on board with that. I think we should use the Homewood door. Oren, what do you think, buddy? Right now, the Homewood door is just taking us back into... A different nest of vipers. And away from 300 arcanists ready to put us in gibbets. Guy? There's nothing stopping us from opening and then closing the door. As far as we know. As far as we know. (laughs) So I think we open the door, assess, close the door, then go if necessary. Yep. Um. I'm in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. Oh gosh! You, through the system, Akira will propose that he and the Shadowspawn will open the door so we can have an extra body to close it. If like there's a force of rushing water coming to meet us, like it. Nice. Guy stands tactically behind the door. <laughs> nice. Um, as you sort of do step forward, whoever it is that steps forward and tries, it it is locked. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, whoever, whoever wants to try to unlock it first. <laughs> Of course it is. It's got a keyhole. It's got it's a key it's you fucking dickhead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> who who wants to try and open it? I can. I don't mind. Juno messages Orin. <laughs> when Lynn's already picked a, a lot, tried to pick a lock today. Somebody else's turn. <laughs> Thieves tools out. Let's give it a go. Thieves tools out. Crack at it. I need the bathroom so badly right now, but I'm I know, just. I, I can't go. I can't, can't leave. I can't no. leave. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. This is my third flash of genius. Yay. Non-natural twenty. Non-natural twenty. Uh, I will allow it. Yeah. There is a yeah, small moment of like, oh, you don't think this is quite a hefty lock, and then Ooh. click, click, click. It's it's done. It's ready. Orin steps back to let Enkidu and the Shadow Spawn open the door. <laughs> mm-hmm. We open the door. Slowly. Slowly. So, comfortingly, as you open it, no rushing water. <laughs> no, no rushing water filing out. Uh, with Enkidu and the shadow spawn just behind the door, uh, that leaves the rest of you on Gaius kind of like tucked away as well. Um, Gwendolyn uh, and Orin uh, with Juna at the front gets the view of a massive cavern, flattened floor, rocky protrusions right around the edge the ceiling is a massive dome with ripples of water hitting against it a, a complete uh, force field almost holding the the lake above you at bay and in the center of the room are nine standing stones in a circle <gasps> as in a henge and that's where we're going to end the episode <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad we opened this door. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's a henge. It's an underwater henge. It's an underwater henge. What the fuck is happening?
You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. A map to you, Life Stories from the Living podcast, which is brought to you by The Dot Collective. We want to capture and share as many stories as possible. Throughout the series, we will be getting to know members of dementia social groups in South East London. Each week, we'll join these groups to uncover stories by engaging in conversation and storytelling activities. Hello, I'm Thomas Judd, and I'm going to be presenting this week's episode of the A Map to You podcast. I'm joined by Laura Harling, the Artistic Director of The Dot Collective. This whole project has been about really getting to know people, about having a load of fun, about taking actors and writers into social situations and having conversations with people that happen to live and care for dementia and finding out what their fond moments of their lives are. One of the first things I noticed about her was that she was wearing an orange lanyard that said, everyone has a story. I was living and working in London for the BBC at Bush House as a programme producer for the radio. But my wife, she was living in Burton-on-Trent. Do you know that area? 1960, I think it was, when I was in the National Service. I don't know what to write. So I asked if she wanted to write a story together. She opened up like a flower. We sort of took it away to a more imaginary exercise, but actually the imaginary exercise were memories. And it's obviously a lovely way in which the Dot Collective works in using storytelling and the idea of imagination to draw out people's memories Absolutely, and their, their yeah. connection to those memories, which is uh, really lovely. A hundred percent. The one thing that really stuck out to me was the stories of, of writing letters to his wife. It seemed to be something that was consistent throughout his relationship. And we then wrote so many letters. I would write how much I missed her, how lonely I felt without her. Fourteen boys and I love wrestling with me. I was strong. You were the strongest. Yes, I was the strongest. <laughs> <laughs> now look, now I've told you all my secrets. Anyway, I, I'll tell you more. I'll fetch my book tomorrow. Do excuse me being a bit slow. I've had rather a long sleep. I don't like the cold, so I tend to stay inside pretty much all of the winter. When everyone else was shutting themselves inside in that heat wave last summer, I was out in my garden, racing around actually. Vicky, can you tell us all about Timmy? Sounds like quite a character. <laughs> it was when I put something in the fryer, uh, some chips or something. And then, well, I'd forgotten and didn't think about it at all until I could smell the burning. Our job is to find out those stories, to record them and document them, to put them on this podcast so everyone can hear them and, and to also create a, a lasting memory. I read it back to her. She laughed from the bottom of her lungs. <laughs> That's good. Everybody else can read that. A Map to You, Life Stories from the Living launches with our first episode at 6pm on Tuesday the 7th of February. For more information on the project and the Dot Collective charity, visit thedotcollective.com.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.